Welcome aboard, Captain. Back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek IV The Voyage Home one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hello, Chris. Hello. So we are, uh, we're back talking about uh, Minute 72 of The Voyage Home. Minute 72 starts with Jillian's truck uh, in need of some new belts. <laughs> and uh, ends a minute later with Spock talking about the potential failure of their mission. No, there is no failure. Yeah, that's uh, you're thinking of um, was it Gene Kranz? Failure's not an option. Failure's not an option. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, the first, like, I guess the first half of this minute is just Jillian driving away. It is, yeah. It's totally just, yeah, him standing there with his pizza box. And we had a a little bit of an off-air discussion about the pizza box, mm-hmm. whether or not it was a large or whatever. Yeah. Or was that in the last minute? We no, that was, that was on the air, yeah, yeah. Was that on the air? Okay, yeah. so what do you think that is? I think it's a medium. I, th- I, I, I should have, between minutes, I should have gone back to look at the uh, the pizza that the waiter delivered. Right before they walked out the door, right. and, yeah. I, and I could swear it was a pretty big, uh, pretty big pie. Pretty big, pretty big pie. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? I, I sense that you are trying to push back and say that's a medium. I'm saying that he came out with a pretty decent sized pie, but I think it can fit in that box. <laughs> if he crammed it in there, I guess. <laughs> All right. So I uh, think you know my, what I, I take I, it back. I I take it back. I'm looking at minute sixty nine. Yeah. At the pizza he delivered, and yeah, that ain't that big. I think it's the 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 container that they have it in is much bigger than the pizza. The container. <laughs> oh, the you. <laughs> you're talking about the in the silver six, the silver, silver tray. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think. That I don't think a, that, that is. A, I've never seen a pizza delivered like that. Yeah, I don't think that's a, the actual, like, pan pizza. A, too clean, and B, he's holding it with his hand. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it came out of the oven, and they put it in this thing to deliver it to the tables. Yeah, it's almost like a casserole dish or something, or yeah. a pan. Uh, right. Anyway, I guess we should have talked about that in minute 69. <laughs> I think So I think my issue with the pizza, not necessarily the size— my issue is how Kirk is holding it. Oh, yeah, tilted towards himself. He's holding it vertically. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens when you hold a pizza box and you tilt it down. It's all going to slide to the bottom. Right. And it's going to be no longer a good pizza to eat. But it might also, at this point, um, I don't know how long it took to get to the park from the restaurant, but it's also it's cold. Pizza's going to be on the cold side, so it. It'll hold yeah. up a little better to vertical Maybe, yeah, okay. handling. But you know, right? He doesn't know how to hold a pizza box. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, 
But man, I love that he's got a pizza box and he's bringing it to the crew. <laughs> well, we hope he's bringing it to the crew. He could be putting it in captain's quarters and he's noshing on that later. Uh, it could have been. <laughs> you guys have those Klingon ration packs. <laughs> right. Well, he walks, I mean, he walks off screen, right? As Julian drives away, he could have just easily walked over to the picnic table, sat down yeah, and started eating. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did mention this to you off air that this this minute answered yeah. uh, a question I think I had raised in an earlier minute um, because as she's driving away we hear yeah. and see the transporter lights uh, Jillian she at least yeah. sees the lights right she gets distracted by the lights yes. and, turn, and actually stops and looks out the window right um, uh, very much like who's it who's it a uh, who's it Ray. In Close Encounters, Richard Dreyfuss's character is it? Yeah. When he, I, I just picturing him looking out. You know, when the when the when the the, uh, the alien stopped him at the at the railroad tracks. Yeah. He looked right, out, got yes. sunburned, right? Um. So, do you think she only saw the lights, or did she hear the transporter? I know we've, I, we've been debating the sound of the transporter a lot lately. So I'm 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 wondering because it. It almost looks like you know, like when you, um, like when you send something, you know, like someone's someone's looking at me. Like I feel like someone's looking at me, mm-hmm. and you turn around and like someone's looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like her view from six, um, second, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. She has the look of like, what was you know, is someone you know, what's am I? Not necessarily was it, you know, that she heard it or saw it, that she almost sensed it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the the light and the sound was for, again, for our, I've been making the argument, like, is that for our benefit or is that for, you know, do they really see it? Yep. So I'm going to, you know, yeah, I'm going to guess that the light show happens, but I don't, I'm still not sure about the sound. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to. I'm going to give that to you in that, yes, she does not react at all to the lights. Yes. And it's, you know, the, they, they're kind of, you know, flashing at her, almost not, not strobing, not quite strobing, but it's still not a steady light either. So, uh, but she doesn't react to it at all. She definitely, once it's over, seems to be like, hmm. Right. Um, so I'll give you that, but... Uh, those lights and sounds aren't there for the audience. That's that's happening. Okay. That, that's my my take on it. Which um, I forget where I've had the conversation now. If I've had it on the Facebook group or we had it here on the air, but um, yeah. you know how how can you possibly be stealthy in a transporter if it's makes such a racket and lights <laughs> everything up, right? How you can't right? You can, yeah, never, you can never beam in behind, you know, and surprise the enemy. Um, Why do I sense a Star Trek Listener Federation poll going up? There's one already. Which one? Is there's, it? there's one. Wait, what do you want to ask? Whether or not a person can see and hear the transporter. Is that already up? It's up there. It's up there? Did I not vote for that? You, you didn't vote of all people? Yeah, uh, folks, if you haven't... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already, you should get on the Facebook and join the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation along with Dave uh, 
and yeah, we off and I, uh, man, I no. So the poll we put up was, uh, it is related. It's the uh, name, name your, the best, uh, oh, best, worst transporter sound. See, I voted for that one. I'm talking about poll. Can you see and hear transporter sound light show? Yes or no. That's uh, okay. Only response I want is a yes or no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will put that out there then. And you're saying, uh, no. I'm saying no. I'm saying that it's a light show for our benefit. And okay. and I think and I think to your point, which is how can you be stealthy with a transporter noise and um, light show? Mm -hmm. You can't. Yep. All right. Anyway, we, well, we got uh, there's a. I mean, I have another. I've this is a good movie for transporter stuff because I've got another. I have two more. Oh, okay. Uh, transporter questions later in the movie. Um, so there's going to be other, we're going to have lots of polls about transporters. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Love it. Uh, everyone loves a poll. Yes. Um, Who doesn't love a poll? I love giving my opinion on the internet. Me too. Um, so is it out of character for Jillian not to turn her car around and drive back to where she just dropped off Kirk to say, where the heck did he go? Or is it more in character for her to drive away? I think it's more in her character to drive away because she's been accepting of almost all this. Like she's obviously the type of person that's going to pick up two strangers <laughs> on the street who were just swimming in the whales, take one of them to dinner while leaving the other one in the park. She totally is the type of person that's just going to drive away. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I I guess I I guess I agree. You guess you agree. I guess I agree. I don't know. I could see your. I mean, obviously we would do. It's going to break the plot, right? If she turned around yeah. and drove back over there, because chances are she'd yeah. run into the uh, run into the ship with the truck. Right. Yeah. Um, although that would be you know interesting to see. From a special effects standpoint. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm. Um, so I, I, so I sort of agree with you. That's the best I'm gonna give. Okay. So we're gonna agree to disagree again. Again. Uh, what so, do you think of the What do you think of the shot? She looks out the window and she sees the empty, <laughs> the empty park. Yep. And once again. We see no indentations in the ground. That was that was a big point that we saw that the the uh, landing gear from the Klingon crushed the can and made an indentation. Right. But here we see nothing. And there should be at least one other one, right? Shouldn't there? I yeah. think it has at least two landing gear, not right, if not three, but might just be yes. two. Kind of sits on its back legs. Right. Yes. Yeah. Nothing in sight, uh, including no people. And, and we haven't. Uh, we never. Well, we saw the garbage men. But this park is pretty. We're being Golden Gate Park, pretty, uh, pretty sparse. Uh, pretty sparse. And uh, it's not like it's late at night because they were in a crowded restaurant. Yeah. Clearly, people out and about. So, you would think that there people, unless word got around strange happenings strange. going on in Golden Golden Gate Park. People are saying it's haunted now. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, so yeah, I would like to see. I think that'd be 
it'd be cool if it was just kind of subtle, like maybe off almost in the shadows if you saw the two footprints you know, from right. the ship. You know, just not so obvious. Uh, her, we talked a little bit about her truck, and uh, I never noticed until this minute that you know she has a Cetacean Institute bumper sticker. Uh, yes. But she also has the I Heart Whales in her back uh, window. Yep. And her license plate is Whale Lover. Yes, is Whale Lover. Yeah. Uh, I had not noticed that before. I don't know if I got a yes. chance to. So she is uh, uh, a heart on her sleeve, as it were. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So uh, cut to interior. Um, and that's the Klingon transporter room and that uh, Kirk is walking out of. And is that the first time we've seen it in the movie? We've seen the in, the what? I'm the, sorry. The transporter room. So Kirk is walking out of the transporter room right now. Yeah, right. I guess so. I guess it is the first time we see it. Yes. Yeah. Um. And uh, anyway, not that it's uh, of any <laughs> not, not super remarkable. Just I'm like, oh, I don't think we've seen that yet. I think we saw the the Klingons transporting off the ship. Yeah, I don't uh, think... Um, but I don't think we actually saw them in the room. Um, the other note I had was uh, Scotty. Um, as, as Kirk is talking to Spock, um, McCoy and Scotty are working on the whale tank, or getting ready to work on the whale tank. Mm. And, and I, you know, McCoy just looks like he's um, uh, observing. Yeah, I, I, so that was one of my big questions of this minute is what is McCoy doing? Is he managing? Is he the manager? Yeah, he's supervising. Um, he's just making sure, you know, if Scotty gets hurt, he can call somebody. Right. Right. Um, at least he put goggles on. I'm surprised he put goggles on. He's not just standing, you know, against the back wall with his arms crossed. So he's somewhat engaged. Um, and I can't, uh, I, I can't tell what Scotty's doing, but whatever he's he's hold, whatever he's holding up, there's it's not touching that wall, is it? So he must be it must be zapping the wall or something and making. Well, that. I think they're yeah, I think they're prepping the wall for the um for uh, the 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 plastic to come. Mm -hmm. I'm just a, it, what it reminds me of um, was in uh, in the original series. Um, when I forget the crewman who's taken over the Enterprise and he's locked himself in uh, engineering. He's singing Danny Boy over the speakers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And Scotty spends a, a large amount of time in that episode with a phaser trying to cut a very specific shape out of the wall so mm. they can reach in and get to the controls um, and override the door. And I'm just reminded yeah. of that. He's Here he is again holding up some kind of... Uh, crazy uh, crazy phaser-like device. Some, some cool space tool. Um, uh, presumably he's just doing some welding. He's doing some space welding, um, even though that device is not making any contact with the wall. Hmm. <laughs> he's like, I don't care about welding. Hmm. I love welding. Um, I, I think I'm just still more fascinated that McCoy is just sitting there doing nothing. Wouldn't it be weirder, though, if you saw him, say, doing the welding? Um, or would it be, would you, would you buy it? I think I would buy it if he was doing something, <laughs> but he's just like standing back and watching them. 
I mean, he does have. He is a surgeon. I mean, he does have. He can. He can do things. He uses his hands. Hmm. Well, maybe right? they've only got. They've only got one tool. Maybe. Maybe they're taking turns. I guess. All right. Um. So what do we got? So there's dialogue in this back half here. So Spock uh, gives an update that the tank will be finished by morning. Um. Kirk, again, in his panic, is cutting it closer than you know. What about Team 2? And uh, Team 2 is Chekhov? Yeah. Chekhov mm, and yes, Uhura. Team two, yeah, Team 2 is uh, him and uh, Uhura and Chekhov, yes. Yeah. So no words since beam in. Uh, and I do like in this minute where you know, Kirk's like, oh, we had these two perfect whales right in our hands. Uh, it's, very, it's very Shatner, very Kirk. Uh, yeah, uh, some good good Shatner acting there. Yes. Our mission. <laughs> yes, Baco. In that event, if the whales get away, the probabilities that are that our mission would fail. And this is what you were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. So his next line, yes, will be what I was talking about last minute. Yes. And I, don't, I mean, I don't. I know Kirk gets pretty riled and. It's going to spill over to the next minute. It gets riled yeah. at that response, but I, I don't know. I guess I don't begrudge Spock that line. Um, he's just kind of saying it like it is. He's being a... With, do you think it just came to a head with Kirk? You know, he, they've been trying to, like, you know, he's been trying to break through. You know, Jim, I'm Jim. You know, we were buddies, yeah, Jim. And, you know, the old Spock would have, you know, had more tact about it. And I feel like Kirk just sort of gets fed up with it. And I know we're going to talk about it next minute, but I just feel like he's he's finally like reached his point where he's like, Spock, come on, man, our mission. Like, and then we'll go into the you know the line the next minute. But I just feel like yeah, I I feel like Kirk has just had it. Yeah, and I guess it, it, he's totally at it. Yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. Um, and you make an interesting point too about, um, you know, let's just call him old Spock, right? Um, he, he could still say that same line or could have said, given that same message to Kirk, but delivered it just a little bit differently right? to demonstrate that he does have a little bit of that empathy, right? Right. That, yeah. Uh, my mission's going to fail. Sorry, captain. You know, that kind of, you know, underlying, sorry, captain, uh, sorry, admiral. Um, but he's still not there yet. We're still at this, the just pure Vulcan, just dropping the line and not really thinking about what reaction it's going to um, get out of the person he's giving it to. Um, so, yeah, fascinating, as it were. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, what? Jeez, well, I, think, I think that's all I've got for this one. Do you have any other? Because we're nope. Yeah, this this Kirk line I think is good, but it gets cut off in the middle. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can wrap it up. Yep. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, well, folks, we think we already mentioned it, uh, but uh, if you're not already, we've got a we got a Facebook group where there's lots of uh, polls and uh, chit chat and whatnot about the movie and about Star Trek news and all that good stuff. So, uh, uh. Get yourself a Facebook account, and the first thing you should do is also sign up for the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation Facebook group. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you there. 
And uh, we'll be back again on Friday, uh, talking about Minute 73 of The Voyage Home, here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.